Hallelujah. Grace is powerful. Amen? And we need to realize that Jesus is powerful. His love is powerful. You know, we've been teaching out of, out of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. You can turn there this morning. You know, we were going to talk about I thought, joy, but the Lord said, I want you to go to the next one. Patience. <laughs> Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. Huh? Ephesians. No, no, Galatians. I'm sorry. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. Thank God my wife is there to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Galatians, I'm sorry. Chapter 5, verse 22. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. And I want to read verse 23. I'm going to go back to the peace message next week. But the Lord kind of led me to go about patience. Patience. Uh, you know, no, the reason why he done that, because years ago, and I'm going to share it with you, I, got a, I heard God's voice. That was about 20 years ago. And I was a young preacher, and I, I was trying to want to know what God wants me to do in my life. And I was anxious, impatient. But before I get into that, I want to read this, this verse. Somebody read it for me. The fruits of the Spirit is what? Long-suffering. Now, the word long-suffering is where we get the word patience from. I mean, I'm reading out of New King James this morning. Because we are, as Christians, get a little anxious sometimes. And we want God to give us patience and we want it right now. <laughs> I'm going to say, God, when are you going to do what I ask you to do? I want it now, 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 now. Amen. Somebody said, that's a short sermon, but I'm ready to repent right now. <laughs> God. Said we are long suffering. We need long suffering. I wrote some stuff and I'm, I'm going to share it. You, what does that mean to be patient? Okay. I like this definition. It's the quality of restraint. What does that mean? It's because you know sometimes we run our big mouth just too much, and we try to. Push God forward and say, do it now. I want it now. I got to have it now. God is not going to move because of your unbelief or your impatientness. We have to restrain that mouth. We have to restrain our hearts. We got to restrain our attitudes because sometimes we get in trouble. Come on. <laughs> sometimes we make each other angry. We make God angry. Because God says something in his word. He says, wait. On me. You, wait. Be patient. And I'll mount you up like wings on eagles. My Lord, y'all better wake up, praise God. Today is the day of patience. I don't see a whole lot of people yet here, but I'm patient. I'm trying to be patient. Sometimes there's more than others. But I'm waiting for that whole potage bunch to come in church. <laughs> There won't, be enough. there won't be a lost one in the community. The drug addicts are going to be crying out for salvation. They're going to be crying out. God's going to show them something, praise God. They're going to be fearful of the living God. 
The Lord says, son, you just go. Come on, Holy Ghost. You just go. Thursday night, come pray. Sunday morning, get ready to preach. <laughs> Do it. Just go. I said, God, I'm not the Holy Ghost. You hear, you hear what I'm saying? I am not the Holy Ghost. I can't go into those houses. I can't go into those front yards and backyards. I can't go into those drug addicts and, and, and prostitutes and, and everything else, you know, sodomites and everything that live down Potash Road. You know, but the Holy Ghost can do it. I just got to be a light, <laughs> a beacon. You might be praying for somebody in your family. He'll never get saved. You're right. He won't. Not that spirit. You got <laughs> Not with that, uh, that uh, you know, God wants for us to have faith, but Lord, he wants us to have patience in what he's, what he's going to do. Long-suffering. Long-suffering. Right? I need to know the quality of my restraint. I need to know how I can restrain myself from your opening my big mouth. <laughs> And getting in a lot of trouble. <laughs> right? When me and Janice was first married, we kind of grew a little bit in the Lord. I, I, I think so. She might object. <laughs> you know, we'd always argue. We'd argue. And, and we always had to have the last word. Right? How many of you done that? Oh, yeah. I, you always had to make sure your point was made. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Y'all kept on arguing. Kept on fighting. Kept on disagreeing. There was no unity in the house. Listen, I used to come back from work, especially when I used to work with Howard Park. Listen, I, I was frustrated. I was, oh, oh, man, I was aggravated. And you know what? When I get in my house, the whole house would feel it. You ever, you know, felt that? The whole house felt messed up because Lanny Hayes was unhappy. <laughs> I didn't get in my way. Come on, Jesus. I'm going to make y'all mad today. Hallelujah. I, I didn't get in my way. It didn't go the way I wanted it. My husband didn't see it my way. My wife didn't see it my way. My kids don't see it my way. It's me, 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 me. <laughs> it ain't happening fast enough. That bill ain't paid fast enough. That thing I'm praying for don't come fast enough. I learned a little principle, and now more than ever, God is never late. Come on, Holy Ghost. He might not come when you want him to come, but he's never late. I had it happen. I saw God do some things. When me and my wife said, we're going to wait on God, it's going to happen because God said it. My Lord, come on, somebody. It's going to happen because God said it. Because I prayed. I've asked God. Listen, the most Important thing to me right now is the salvation of my children. I'm, gonna be I'm not going to lie to you, and you, 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 you're probably the same way. The first people you want saved, living for Jesus, is your children, right? And you know what? But you, sometimes we say, God, when? When? How long? How long will it take? How long will you, will you prolong? God is not prolonging anything. God knows the heart, Right? God knows what needs to be done. This is God's job. Right? He said, if you pray, if you won't doubt in your heart, you'll ask whatever you will and it'll be done. Right? Years ago, 
And I still remember that day I was sleeping. I was in a trance. I don't know what you call it. You know, like when Peter was on that roof. You ever read the book of Acts and Peter was on that roof? And, and that sheet came down. And he saw all of those unclean animals. And the Lord told him, Peter, kill and eat. Well, he said, oh, no, Lord, I've never eaten anything unclean or common ever went into my mouth. He said, well, I have cleansed. Come on, Jesus. Call not thou common. My Lord, I don't care where a person has been. If God has cleansed them. My Lord, come on. Call them not common. If God has touched their life. Call him not unclean. You see, Peter was getting ready to go preach to Cornelius. You know, Cornelius, he was a satyrian. He was a, a high officer in, in, in the Roman army. And the last thing a soldier, a, a satyrian would do is bow before anything but Caesar. Study it. You remember the one that came to Jesus? And he wanted his servant healed. That was a pagan. That wasn't a Jew or a Christian. He came to Jesus and said, heal my servant. So Jesus said, I'll go. He said, no, you don't have to come. Only speak. <laughs> come on, somebody. Only speak the word. And my servant will be healed. Only, you know what? He realized who he, who he was and he realized who Jesus was. He couldn't make Jesus do anything because Jesus was higher than him. <laughs> My Lord, come on. He, he said, I, I got soldiers under me. And I see that this one do this and to my servant do that and do it. But I can't do that to you, Lord. Because you know what he knew? He knew something that a lot of people didn't know. Some of the Jews didn't know. He was the Messiah. This guy realized Jesus was the Christ and he had no right. He was hiding Caesar. He was higher than him. He was higher than any power on the earth. I can't make you do nothing. Not, not. <laughs> I realize when authority is around. I realize who's the boss. I realize who makes things happen. But anyway, Isaiah, let me turn there. 30, 18. I had an experience with this verse because I was a young Christian. And listen. I was so sensitive, and I say that story often, to the spirit, I was scared to eat devil food cookies. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> Didn't want nothing <laughs> with the devil's name on it. <laughs> and you know what? Thank God I got delivered. I love them. <laughs> God says, all right, man. you can eat devil food cookies if you want. <laughs> I was so sensitive, you know. I would, I would say the blessing for a cough drop I'd put in my mouth. That's how, that's how sensitive I was. <laughs> but you know, something was happening in me, Lawrence. But the Ray, you know, something stirring in me. Something was changing. I wanted to please God. I didn't want nothing to do with the world. <laughs> and I was anxious, man. I want, I, 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 listen, I didn't turn... Through too many TVs out of my house is unreal. <laughs> I'd break them and smash them, and I bought me an antenna one time. It was one of them round deals. It wasn't like it wasn't before you had HD, you know, but it was a, a, a booster antenna or some kind of chigamajig, whatever you call it. 
Anyway, I busted that thing with a hammer. And Jen said, how often are we going to buy this stuff? How much money are you going to cost us before you... <laughs> I wasn't happy with things that push Satan's lies. I'm not against TV if you want to have one, as long as you watch some good stuff. But seriously, I, was, I had a sensitive spirit. But I was laying down one night, and I had to look and see if Janice was speaking to me. Seriously, I heard his voice. I, I heard an audible voice. And remember, there are things in our life, if you would think about the times God showed you something, spoke to you, where you knew there was nobody around, there was nobody, there was no, they were just speaking directly to you. How many have had that happen? Uh-huh. But the Lord speaking here says, Thus saith the Lord, behold. They are, they are, no, I'm in Jeremiah. I'm in the wrong place. See that? Let me go. Isaiah. Yeah, it was Isaiah. 30, 18. 30, 18. This has happened to be one of the scriptures I remembered in my memory. I, I planted it there. Because I'm sitting, I'm laying down on the side of Janice. I was a young preacher, man, trying to figure out what God wanted to do with me. Listen, I made a lot of mistakes. I opened my mouth when I shouldn't have. And, then, you know, some things I call God that wasn't of God, right? You know, just having that zeal. You remember, you remember the Bible says, told the Pharisees, Jesus, you have a zeal for God but no knowledge, right? I just wanted to do something for the Lord. I just wanted to be functioning for the Lord. I wanted to... I want something in my life to mean something for the Lord. But sometimes the best thing to do is to wait, right? To be sure. You know, I've seen so many Christians, they get up, man, God has called me to do something. I had one yesterday that was supposed to come here. He had a dream. He, he died and he saw hell. I mean, saw heaven. And he wanted to tell me about it. And he's going to carry that message out. But I, I want to remind him of another message Jesus gave about the rich young ruler. I mean, the ruler, that rich man that had died. You remember that story in the Bible? And, and the beggar died, Lazarus. And all the, 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 the beggar wanted was some crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. And they died one day at the same time. And Lazarus, he was a believer. The poor beggar went to, went to paradise. But the rich man went in hell. And the Bible says the rich man could see Abraham and he could see Lazarus. There was a gulf fix that separated the two. See, back in before the, before, and I don't want to get into the theological, this experience. They had a place that was set up before Christ died. All the people that would die would go to paradise. You remember when the, the, uh, the thief on the cross said, Lord, remember me when you come in? He said, Today you'll be with me in paradise. Jesus went down to the lower parts of. They call it Hades, but it, wasn't, it, was a, it was a place of rest that actually separated the little hell, the burning hell, from, from paradise. So the, 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 the beggar, I mean, the rich man is in hell, and he was just crying. He told Abraham, send Lazarus and dip his finger in water and cool my tongue. He said, for I am tormented in this flame. The man was burning. He was in, the flames were gulping his, his body. But you know what? He didn't, the, the rich man, as long as he had everything taken care of on the earth, he was all right. He, 
You know, he'd, he'd get invited to the best parties. He'd get invited to the best, the best, you know, everything. He had, a, he, had, he had the best things of everything, best clothes, all the money he wanted. But now Lazarus was comforted. And he was tormented. We're learning something about God. It's God. Judgment is coming upon the sinner. Listen, I wish I could say everybody's going to heaven. That ain't true. I wish I could say everybody, Lawrence, is saved and don't have to worry about hell. That ain't true. As long as you're on this earth, if you're not going to turn from the Lord, turn to the Lord, judgment is in your path. And, and here he is, he's, turn, he's, he's in hell. And Lazarus, he asked Abraham, he said, Abraham, this is, this is the, the rich man. Send Lazarus that he go tell my brothers to turn to Jesus and not to come into this place. My Lord, there are people praying in hell for you and me. That we don't go to such a place. Come on. You know what Abraham said? If they will not believe in Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded to one come back from the dead. So I know there's a lot of people out there saying, Well, I went, I saw heaven. Big deal. Are you preaching the gospel? Well, no, I'm gonna tell them what I saw. Oh, yeah. But though one rose from the dead, if they're not going to believe Moses and the prophets, if they're not going to believe that book in your hand, Yvette, they will not be persuaded. Though one rose from the dead. He was supposed to come out here yesterday. He called me and said, I'm going to be late. I said, no. I told you 10, 9, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock. People said, why you didn't wait? Because he knew better. If he had a message so important from God, he'd have been here. And I'm not knocking him, okay? I like him. Not a bad fella. But if God has spoken to you, man, if God has finally said something to you, why are you lagging? Why, why, is that important to you? Waiting on God. Why I say that? Because if God speaks, y'all, things happen. And he's going to speak in his time, not in ours. Right? He tells us to do what? Let me read this to you. I heard, I heard him I heard a voice. I heard a, lo a and it was loud. Seriously, it wasn't like, you know, a little, a little whisper. And this happened to me about 25 years ago. I'm going to say 20, but 25 years ago. I've never preached on it. But for this morning, I want to bring it out because it brings out what, this, this is one of the fruits of the Spirit, right? Patience. Therefore, the Lord would do what? Wait. Let me be gracious to you. See, God is not nervous, right? God has all the time in the world. God is not impatient. God has all the time in the world. He's going to wait. So he can do what? Be gracious unto you. Listen, when I hear the word of the Lord and God finally speaks to me, that's gracious. Because he's not speaking to me in my time. He's speaking in his time. When, he's, when you're looking for a miracle or a financial blessing, it's not in your time, but it's in his time. 
If you're dealing with things in your life and you're waiting for an answer, wait. Because when it finally comes, you're going to know it's God. And it's going to be a gracious time because it's going to be a time of fellowship and rejoicing because God has done it. Not me or you. There's nothing better than me to know that when God does something. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I feel the grace of God. I feel the worship. I feel the peace. I know it's God. If I would do what? Wait. Blessed. All those that do what? Wait on the Lord, that he may be gracious unto you. Therefore, he will be exalted. What worship will come out of the answer, right? When God does something, worship is generated. My Lord, I hope you're listening to me this morning. When God does something, it generates worship. It makes you see, see him. You think answered prayer is all about you sometime, huh? No, it's not only. Listen, if you're not going to be thankful for the things you, he does for you, he's going to do less and less and less because you're not thankful. You're not graceful. You're not worshiping him for what he's done. You're not exalting him for what he's done. Why are we so lazy in worship? Well, I feel like God don't love me no more. And God's done, he ain't helping me one bit. You, you're alive. <laughs> you're breathing. Come on, somebody, you're here this morning. And those that listen by the internet are here in the same way. Hey, you, you have an opportunity to worship God. I don't feel like worshiping God. I don't feel, God makes all my life miserable. But that's why you don't feel like worshiping. God's not going to make your life miserable. He wants to bless you. He wants you to worship him. If you want your situation to turn around, give God a glory. Exalt his name. Praise him. Hallelujah. Stop asking for every little thing you can get and start worshiping. Maybe things will turn around. No, I know it will. But that's not the modern preaching we hear today. I don't care what the modern preachers are saying. If there's no worship, there's no answer. If you're just looking for a handout from the Lord, well, you're going to, you, you listen, that's all your life's going to be is a handout. I remember we put our worship on too many other things. But the, I, I, you remember what's coming here? Man, I bought me a little, a little mirage, a beautiful little Mr. Bish, I was happy with my car. Man, Lars, look, bro. <laughs> I, that car, listen, I didn't want a dent on that thing. I didn't want a scratch on it. One day we was driving to church. A, a kid hit a baseball right on the hood, dead the hood. <laughs> and I was so mad. That's Janet. And listen, I was so upset. And God said, Lanny, stop worshiping that car. I didn't think I was worshiping it. <laughs> You learn lessons from that. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Watch. We went to a Christian concert one night. And I told the Lord, I said, Lord, if you want that car out of my life, you take it out. You better watch what you pray for. I'm telling you the honest to God. My wife's there. We went to listen to a Christian concert. The car was on the last lot on the end. I am not lying to you. Who'd ever thought? I mean, this is a big one where it was safe. How is it going to get messed up? Some nut, drunk, got on the parking lot, smashed it. I never saw something so beautiful. <laughs> look, 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 that thing was, 
that a tree there. It was it's like it was it was kind of bent around it again. Uh-huh. You know, you learn a little bit. When you know it's God, oh, you want to get rid of it. I'll get rid of it. Got rid of it. Listen, oh, we had to drive again? <laughs> a bug, uh, what it was, we had a pinto? <laughs> Something I don't remember. <laughs> Something ain't <it> worth much. <laughs> Look, what happened? Listen, God's not going to, God's not going to, Share his worship with anything or anybody, right? Listen, we had a we had bought a remember that <laughs> I, I'm telling myself this morning. We had bought a, a a galan. Remember that one? Brand new, Lawrence. Man, that thing had some wood framing inside. Man, brand new. I, I thought I was Elvis Presley. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> See, I ain't learned yet. <laughs> I'm still growing, you know. I'm still trying to find things out. We went fishing one day, and they stole the hubcaps. It looked like I just rolled that out of the junkyard. <laughs> Seriously. Listen, how funny would I look with no shoes preaching up here this morning? That's what it looked like. The most beautiful hubcaps. Somebody went and pulled every four of them. I come out there, it looked like a old car rolling up put tires. <laughs> they wait. And thank God Janice was pregnant for hands. She doesn't happen to her. That one got hit and crashed. Remember? I was going in and smashed it. Bow! Said, man can't get a break. <laughs> but God is teaching you every time. You don't notice those things, but if you stop and notice it and ask yourself, God, is this you? <laughs> we don't like it. <laughs> Patience. If I'd have just said, God, I'll get the car you want me to get. Listen, I had an old, I'm going to tell myself, I had an old uh, 62 Chevy. I paid $50 for that car. I painted it with a paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> Look, but it wasn't hip enough, you know. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, too, old. too old. So I went, <laughs> traded in, Lawrence. I had got me a listen. You do, listen. That was the most limitless car I ever bought. Uh, uh what's that car again? A, a Gremlin. Had some mag wheels on it, man. Look, I will tell you, what, I was riding this town. <laughs> and you know what? I ain't lying to you. <laughs> Listen, I smoke everybody in the back of me. No, I couldn't even see the traffic behind me. There was the smoke. <laughs> you think that, did that really happened? Yep. Man, look, I'm coming down the road. I look like a mosquito trap, man. Lord, look, look at this. All the prettiness, the, the smoke made it look bad. Yep. I was driving down the road, and, and that was it. I had enough. No. The back wheel passed, the front, front, passed up the car. I'm not lying to you. You think I'm making that up? It's the truth. I'm looking at the back wheels going. <laughs> if I'd have been waiting on the Lord. I was a young Christian. I was learning. You know, so God excuses me, I guess. But if, if, if we just sought God. Huh? <laughs> I know it's my sin. <laughs> but Patience. 
is a virtue, right? As I started growing in the Lord, I'm just giving my testimony. Listen, Boog was small. He was a baby. He was dying. Oh, listen, you ever want to feel something? My mama's been through some lost children already. My son was dying. And listen, I, I, we were battling that stuff. And it's in a place like this, you got to know God's got to do something. You know what I'm saying? You got to wait on the Lord. And I remember Janice called me. She said, Lenny ain't doing good. Maybe it was six months, maybe. Oh, if that. I was so angry, Lauren. My God. I was so angry at the devil. I'm telling you a true story. I remember driving from Lafayette, and I really, I really, I cursed Satan. I stood up against every adversary. I binded him on everything I could possibly bind him on. I was angry. You know what I'm saying? And God wanted it that way. Because I got my answer. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember Janice was scared. I got in the room. I felt something leave. The demon spirit that was oppressing my wife left. Because I took some time to get mad at the devil. She's not going to take my son. You hear me? My son is one of the most blessed things I have right now. More of a friend than my son, but he's mean him share so much together. What if he's gonna die that day? Huh? Because of God's mercy, because we had enough gall to stand up, me and my wife, and we didn't, you know, we, 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 we was taking this a lot by ourselves because, you know, everybody had their own lives and stuff, but we would, it was just me and her a lot of the time. And making a difference. By standing in the gap and fighting what God gave us, the strength. We didn't have too many people quoting scriptures to us. We didn't have none of that. We, we just made an effort to what we knew. What we knew was right. We knew there was a devil. And we knew the Bible says, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And when we started to pray, guess what? That day, Boog started getting better. His face lit up. And he's alive in the back of there today. Not because of anything we've done. We just did, did believe what God said, right? And we had struggles. Isaac was a baby. And he, he, would, he had, uh, uh, he had uh, uh, caffeine deficiency. And he turned blue. My daughter, Lena, caught seizures. She would stop breathing, swallowing her tongue, get high fever. But we stood up on it every time. The only person that hasn't been operated other than the show was Hannah. And, but thank God. But we went through some stuff. You know what? We had to stop and wait on God. You're going through something. You're going to have to stop and wait on God. You're dealing with troubles. You're dealing with things in your life. You've got to stop and wait on God. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be anxious. Just put it before the Lord. And let him do it. People will frustrate you. Family will frustrate you. Church people will frustrate you. But all you have to do is say, 
I'm going to trust in Jesus. Come on, somebody. I wrote this down. What is, what is, what is patience like? Speaking and acting hastily in the face of, 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 of disappointment. Always going, listen, you know somebody that hasn't really spent time. I've been in that thing, seriously. I've used my mouth the wrong way. I've spoken wrong things. I've said things that today I regret with, the, with every inch of being in me. Because, and you know what? Sometimes I do it in the name of religion. Come on, somebody. I do it in the name of the Lord. And it wasn't God. Because I was trying to get back at someone. Trying to hurt somebody with the Bible. But you know what? God wasn't pleased with it, y'all. Sometimes you say, Lenny, shut your big mouth. <laughs> Boy, that's a problem we have with sometimes. Shut your mouth. You ever God tell you to shut up? Shut up! <laughs> Don't say nothing. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I will repay. You know, I look at people sometimes that I, I had some calls with, and I said, God, you better just track them down right now. I said, no, you don't know what kind of spirit you're of. <laughs> Come on, somebody. You remember when the disciples came to Samaria or somewhere, and, and, and they said, you want us to call fire down from heaven? Jesus said, you don't know what kind of spirit you got. <laughs> Blow them up, God. <laughs> Take them off the planet. <laughs> Let me pray like that. <laughs> if there wasn't only in the way, if there only wasn't stopping me and getting in, stopping me from what I wanted to know, don't come on, somebody. If you call by God, don't worry about them. I told somebody else to China with Boogie the other day. I said, don't worry. God will do his job. <laughs> God is patient and long suffering. I'm, I'm going to read you a few scriptures and then we're going we're gonna to pray, okay? Just close your Bible. I'm just going to read some scriptures. Isaiah 40, 31 says, But those who wait on the Lord, <laughs> going to finish quoting him on, you know it, shall renew their strength. strength. <laughs> Sister Jan's got a few script, favorite scriptures. That's one of them. What's that other one you use? Uh, Lord, my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Amen? But those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not shall not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Ah, oh, God, what a scripture. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Lord, make me to run and not faint. Make me to run and not give up. Let me have the strength and the ability to go forward, to fight the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. And do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yep. Psalms. 27 verse 14 says, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait on who? The Lord. Somebody comes to me, and I know we should we counsel people. And, what shall I do, Brother Lanny? Wait on the Lord. What shall I, how shall I handle this? Wait on the Lord. <laughs> do you have an answer, Lord? No, I'm, I'm asking you. No, I can't tell you what to do. I can only tell you to do what God says to do. Wait on the Lord. Listen to his voice. If I ask you a question, and you don't have to raise your hand, when's the last time you heard the Lord's voice? 
<laughs> When's the last time God spoke to you and said something you knew without a shadow of a doubt? Now, people come and say, well, God said this. Well, okay, what does the Bible say? All right? Well, I know the Bible don't say it, but God said it. No, what does the Bible say? I said, you can't tell me something that God spoke to you and it's not in the Bible. Come on. If God ain't said it, <laughs> it ain't right. If God ain't said it, it ain't the Lord, right? That's just how I am. If it don't line up with the Word of God, I told a preacher one day, I said, man, you got to judge your church based on the Word of God. If God's Word says it, that settles it. It's done. God says do it, do it. You know what's bad about a lot of people? They don't read their Bible. They don't know what God says. <laughs> I want to go through the whole Bible. We need to start that again. Brother Mike could start that when he was here, when he, before he passed away, uh, reading the Bible. But I want to give more time. He would do it for like a week, but I like to give about two weeks, three weeks, especially if it's a longer chapter, where we can read the Word together as a church and find out what God says. Amen. That'd be a good idea. Praise God. We, we might set that up as a believer. church. Read the Bible. I'd love to have all of y'all reading your Bible. And y'all come to me, oh, the Lord spoke to me. I said, this is what the word says. I got a word from the Lord. I feel, listen, there's sometimes I ain't thought about a verse in years, man. All of a sudden it pops up. <laughs> I said, where that came from? Well, that's the Holy Ghost. Because it, it, it comes up through the Holy Ghost, through your spirit. Psalms 40 verse 1 says, I wait patiently for the Lord. And he inclines to me. What does it say we have to do? What, what, what is David writing this? He says, I wait patiently. <laughs> I don't say, God, I want it, and I want it right now. Call upon him and wait patiently for him. I tell Boogie that a lot. I said, Boogie, you're waiting for a wife. They're praying. I said, it's coming. Patiently. When you're going to get one, it's going to be a godly one. Come on, somebody. It's going to be someone that's going to encourage you in your faith. There's going to be somebody that's going to pray with you and, and put her hand on you at night and say, bless my husband. Come on, Holy Ghost. You're not going to get a perfect one. Only Sister Janice got a perfect husband. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Forgive me, Lord, I lied. <laughs> she, said, she just said she's going to lay hands on me. <laughs> okay. No, I ain't perfect. <laughs> We were talking this morning. So I said, Janice, I love you. And you know what? I even like you. <laughs> you know what? She <laughs> Ooh, boy. Well, we have some conversation. She said, I love you too. I said, wait a minute. What about the rest? <laughs> what about the rest? <laughs> I don't like myself sometimes. <laughs> And we have a, she said, I like you too. <laughs> she had to confess. She had to dig a little while to get it out, but she got it out. So I'm going to stand up for her. <laughs> you might love me, but did you like me? <laughs> oh, but yeah, I know. <laughs> he says here in Lamentations chapter 3, verse 29, it is good. That one should hope and wait quietly. Whoa, that's the one we don't about. <laughs> wait, and that's in uh, Lamentations. Chapter 3, verse 36. 
He says, it is good that one should hope and wait quietly <laughs> for the salvation of the Lord. Wait what? The Bible says a broken and a contrite spirit the Lord will not despise. Quiet and a humble spirit. It's a gift. Amen? Hallelujah. All right. I'm almost finished. If we hope, in Romans chapter 8, verse 25, it says, if we hope for what we do not see, what we do, we eagerly or patiently wait for it. I never saw Jesus, but I'm waiting for him. I have that hope that he's going to return soon. I can't make it happen any faster, right? He's going to come and he's good and ready to come, right? When the Father says go, I got to wait. I might die waiting. The disciples and Paul and the apostles, they all died waiting for the same thing we're waiting for today. And they waited for it and they died waiting for it. We might have to die waiting for it. I hope I can go in. I love to be ready when the rapture happens. I want to be ready when he comes. I want to be caught up together with him in the air and meet the Lord. <laughs> what a day that's going to be. When that old song says, my Savior, I will see. <laughs> Man, you know, the world can't sing that. You all hear me? The world don't have that song in their heart, but we got it. Amen. What a day that will be when my Savior, I will see. What's the next line? And I look upon his face. What's the next line? I forgot it. See him by, yeah, see by amazing grace. Sing it. I look upon his face, because I'll say by his grace, his grace. I forget the next line. The hand, yeah, there go. What a day, glorious day that will be. Ha, that's the hope, man. The world has nothing to do with that. Hallelujah. They don't, know, they don't know Jesus from a hole in the ground. But you do. The world is singing, even religious singing other songs. They're not singing the coming of the Lord. They're just happy to, you know, just happy-go-lucky people. Let's live our lives the best we can. Hallelujah. I'm almost finished. Seriously. Rest in the Lord, it says in Psalms 37, verse 7. And wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way. Don't look at the rich. Don't look at the people that's making money and having big houses and cars and living a money life. Don't admire them. I have a better promise, right? See, they, they, they're enjoying their life now because if they don't turn to the Lord, that's going in. Remember the rich young ruler, the rich, I mean the rich man I talked about a while ago? He had everything. When, in a split second, he was gone. Let me ask you a question. Do you know how many people die? Every, they, say, they estimate a person dies every 30 seconds in the world. Every time you count to 30, there's a soul that's going on to eternity. You stop and think about it. Every 30 seconds, somebody's facing eternity? That could be you. Or me. Could we say like this? Rest in the Lord. We wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in the way. Because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Hebrews 6.12 says. Do not become sluggish or slothful. 
By imitating those who through faith, this is what he wants to do, but imitate those through faith and patience have inherited the promise. Follow those that love Jesus. Fellowship with those that are talking about Jesus is coming. Follow those that have faith. Don't follow those that don't have faith. Don't look to the world for your pleasures and your assurance. Look to Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to read verse uh, Ecclesiastes, and, and let me just read it to you, and I'm going to end there. That's just so much. The end of things is better than, it, than it beginning, in the beginning. See, we're looking for the end, right? It's more glorious than the beginning. See, when Jesus comes back, he's coming back, and we wait patiently for him. Turn off this world. Because it'll, it'll, it'll draw you away, right? John said, he said, love not the world, neither the things in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not. If you're caught up in this world, and I hope none of you are, if you're caught up in this world, you can't have a love for God. I hate to be hard, but I didn't write that. God doesn't want it. He said, come out, be separated, said the Lord. Now I'll, I'll be your God and you shall be my people. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Can't eat at the Lord's table and the devil's table at the same time. You have to eat at the Lord's table. Right? The patience in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. <laughs> you heard that? The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Proud in a haughty heart God hates. Pride goeth before a fall. But a broken and a contrite spirit, I quote a little while ago, God will not despise. I'm going to close this. I'm going to read this. I wrote this down this morning. Patience is bearing things or problems without complaining. Well, I'm learning. <laughs> Patience says it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. Patience says God is ha God's hand is on it. No matter what it looks like, God has control of it. See, like I said, the world don't have that promise, y'all. It doesn't have that promise, you know why? It, because it doesn't know God. Today, many people are going to sit in front of the devil vision, I mean television, the doom tube, and they're going to watch a football game. And they're going to think that's the whole world. They're going to shout. They're going to paint themselves green, put cheeses on their head, dress up like Elvis. <laughs> and they go radical, man. I don't watch it no more. I used to be, a, I was a football fanatic. I say that over. And then I'm not knocking people, that's them. They're not convicted about it, that's between you know, but for me. I started studying, I said, what are we rejoicing about, Lawrence? Somebody grabbing a cow bladder and running across a field with it, and because he makes it on the other side, we think that's, that's something to rejoice about. <laughs> I said, I thought about it, I said, how stupid. 
Now, you might see it another way. I'm not judging you. But I said, how stupid. <laughs> what is that going to do to feed the hungry or save the souls of sinners? <laughs> I said, and I used to. I used to get mad and I couldn't sleep when the Saints never won and lost the game. And I said, they should have done it. And I, I, I would toss it and they should have not done it. Like, I said, how stupid, wasting my sleep over nothing. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I've been redeemed. I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> when that, that started playing in my spirit, Millions and millions, up to billions of dollars probably spent on somebody carrying a pig bladder across a field. And if one could stop him, they were happy. If he made it, they were happy. One side, you... Now we have a, one of the biggest gambling rings going on over that junk. You know, or we say, oh, they got Christians in there. They might have some, but uh, I tell you what... Okay, stand up. <laughs> Wasting time over nothing. Three hours. Biting my fingernails. Anxious, getting nervous, going 15 times to the bathroom because I'd get nervous. Over what? Over nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. There was something about it. It's called idolatry. Right? James 1, verse 2 says, The testing of your faith, when God tries you, it brings patience. Right? I'm going to ask you a question. What does that mean to test? Listen, we're going to be tested. Listen, if I took that old gremlin and tried to drove it around a little while, I found out I wouldn't have bought it. <laughs> yeah. I just jumped in it. I just saw it looked good. It hit. It was fun. It looked like a cool car, you know, piece of junk, <laughs> smoking out the neighborhood, <laughs> wheels coming off. I said, man, why the heck I even bought that piece of junk? <laughs> but if I'd have tested it, I said, well, you're going to sell me this. I didn't even get in go driving even. That's how anxious I was. I, didn't, I just, jumped, just jumped in it, jumped it into junk. I didn't want to start in the morning. Couldn't go to work like I wanted. Oh, man, this is pitiful. Hallelujah. I, I invented the mosquito spraying system before they even had one. <laughs> Patience, man. If I'd only said, God, what do you want me to do? How many of you save us some trouble if we just stop and say, God, what do you want me to do? I said, all any? It ain't going to happen tomorrow, but if you pray, I'll, I'll answer you. I want it right now. I want patience, and I want it right now. You want to give me patience, give it him right now. If I ask you a simple question, you don't have to raise your hand. I, I, I stopped doing that because people, you know, it felt like I was picking on somebody. I'm not picking on nobody. <laughs> Seriously. But if I ask you, do you have patience? Look, I'll start with me. <laughs> You know what? I noticed something about lack of patience. My children don't have it sometimes because they learn it from me. But wait, 
in the last months, few months lately, I've been shutting my mouth. Sometimes I don't, but it's a lot less, more than I used to. I said, why? I said, Janice, why are we arguing about this? I listened to her. I said, sometimes we're arguing about stuff that's so stupid. <laughs> really, Lord, so stupid. We get, we, we get at it, man. Mm, you know, I think in the you, you think you blaming each other. We don't pray enough, blah, blah, blah. We don't have enough faith, blah. And we, we're breaking God's word. <laughs> Patience, Lord. Wait on the Lord. I'm going to say something before I close. You know, in heaven, there's not one clock. Yeah. In heaven, what's the day today? Yeah, there's no calendar in heaven. There's no, there's no clock telling you what time it is. Because you know why? Because with God, time don't matter. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Time is insignificant with God. Because you know why? He doesn't say, oh, Lawrence needs this done, or Pamela needs this done, or Jan's, or oh, Mama. They need it done at, uh, the first of, uh, next week, or whatever. So I better get, I better get on my toes. These people are going to not have faith in me if I don't do it. <laughs> you think God's saying that? You know, the perfect example, and I thought about that. I was thinking about two animals, a bird. You ever see a bird worry? Do you know how many metric tons it takes every day to feed all the birds? They said, how many? A lot. Every day to feed the birds in the world. Metric tons, not, not pounds, ounces, tons. And not one of them has done without. Right? How much more does God care for you than a bird? Huh? I was looking at a... a, a Animal show one night. And I was watching some deer. They were eating. And you know, so graceful. There wasn't one there was a hunter around, <laughs> even though they probably had one. They were just doing what they do every day. They were going, knowing that the grass was always going to be there. The water's always there. They don't go to Walmart and buy food. They don't go to uh, the bank and get money to buy you know, they don't, none of that. They don't go to the, listen, they just eat with grace. I said they just eat their grass or the birds eat their food with grace. An ant, Proverbs said, is one of the wisest creatures. He stores up. You know, nobody has to tell the ant what to do. He just knows God gave him the wisdom. Hey, you're going to need food. So all of those ants get together. <laughs> How many millions of them? They do the same thing. They prepare. A squirrel will do the same thing. He, he stores up for the winter. He don't seem like he's in a hurry. He just goes and put his coconuts or whatever. <laughs> Acorns. <laughs> Acorns in, in the tree or wherever he hides it. Father, we just think, let's pray. Father, I need patience, Lord. I need the grace to live a patient life. 
to trust you every day, to meet every need that, I, that just met. God, you said you never see the righteous forsaken, nor your children begging for bread. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father.